Oh yeah, we still have a conversion kit for you too. At the store. Yeah, I need to buy that. <laughs> Welcome to Easy Presents. I'm Alex. I'm Jared. Greetings, programs. I'm Adrian. And uh, that's the show. That's the show. We're done. <laughs> well, you know what? Let's just. Hey, I have some games I can play on the PlayStation. Do we'll it. Play that. And, uh, new new format for the podcast. Less than a minute. That's the goal. <laughs> Open to close too. Not like just us talking. But Wildcats, Tiger Division, Dark Knights of Steel, Dark Crisis. New Golden Age. You guys forgot the Heroes of the Week. Come on, man. Ah, oh, the Heroes of the Week. <laughs> <laughs> or maybe Batman is one of them. <laughs> or, and Wildcats are another one. We'll go with that. <laughs> all right. I'm going with the Dark Crisis. That's my Hero of the Week. Kill them all. Uh, <laughs> Good no. night, everyone. No spoilers there. I mean, it no, is what it they're is. They're really... Yeah, it is what it is. Yeah. Uh, so we're here. Um, we did not come up with a topic this week. So Do we usually, though? We you okay? Yes, we usually do. Now the better question is: Do we usually stay stay on topic? Okay, then. that part no. We we get off the rails nearly immediately. Mm. Uh, but I mean, it is what it is. It's you get what you pay for. Yeah, <laughs> and this is free. And this is free. And we're still charging too much. <laughs> <laughs> Don't tell them that. <laughs> uh, we can't afford that. Uh, yeah. So the only thing I came up with was like. What's well, coming out soon, and that is the new Black Panther movie, Black Panther Wakanda Forever. Um, my theory, again, this is being recorded Wednesday the 9th. It doesn't come out till tomorrow. I hate it when they say, oh, it doesn't come out till Friday when they have Thursday showings right. all day long now. Like, it used to be one thing. Like, we haven't hey, seen it yet. Right. But and it's no, coming I, out. I want to continue my soon. tangent where they're like, oh, <laughs> it comes out Friday. I tried well, to help you people. But, but when they did it on Thursday night at midnight, okay, technically that's Friday. <laughs> It's still not a lie. Sure. Sure. But then they went back to Thursday like Thursday at nine. 9. Okay, whatever. Thursday at 7. All right. Now it's like all day Thursday, but it comes out Friday. No. It comes out Thursday at that point. Stop lying. It's Thursday. Because I pulled up on my phone this week. I was like, oh, let's see what. 2, 3.30, 3, 4. Like, no. That's a Thursday release. I want to make a voting joke. Back when we used to vote on one day, and now it's like. Voting week and voting month. Well, yeah, it's not even election day. It's election, election season. season. It's not even, oh, yeah. It's, it's just like Christmas. It's not Christmas month. It's Christmas season. season. It's. I do like the new meme that's out there where it's like November is circled as Christmas. And Thursday, Friday, and Saturday is circled as Thanksgiving. And then the rest of December is circled as Christmas. I like it from the meme standpoint. I don't like it from the reality standpoint. Sure. No, and yeah, I think we can all agree that the memes and the reality are two different things. Christmas, if you want to have it in November, fine. After Thanksgiving, sure. But not before Thanksgiving, because Thanksgiving's still a thing. I used to be that way. I still am that way. But the problem is, at work, we're we're out for like two weeks. Like, the last two weeks of, of December, we're not there. And so... We wouldn't put up our Christmas tree at work until after Thanksgiving. Well, then we're only having the lights on, and then I unplug them when I'm leaving for the next two weeks. Uh, and we only we only have the tree up for like two weeks. So it's like, hey, boss, can 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 we have? Can we just wait till after Halloween? And she's like, Yeah, God. <laughs> but at the same point, you're not in a retail scenario where you're listening to the same That's Christmas also music true. the entire time. That's too. also true. That's my biggest thing is I don't want to go shopping and like, oh, it's November 1st. So I hear Jingle Christmas music. Bells, no, bells, no, bells, no. Bells. no. 
No. I think anybody that's worked retail knows that struggle of like, mm-hmm. Christmas music cannot play until Thanksgiving. Truth. Uh, my go-to story is I worked at Kmart many moons ago, and I worked an overnight shift once, where Halloween, it was, it was Halloween night was Saturday, November 1st was Sunday, and we are doing the ad resets. So we were there overnight to do the ad reset. As soon as it hit midnight, the music stopped November 1st. Christmas music. I was like, are you kidding me? Two whole months of this garbage? <laughs> and it wasn't like, oh, just one Christmas song. And then, like every five. Right. It wasn't a that. Song, yeah. No, no. It was a full Christmas playlist. So that's what we'll be talking about tonight, folks, is it was a history. Full, it was a full two-hour playlist, too. That yeah. Every hour on the hour, one song would, would play. Every sure. hour on the half hour, another song would play. Mm. No matter what else was playing in between, they'd cut off that song to start the other one. Oh, man, was I angry. And I still am. <laughs> I can hear it. All right, Jared, give us a history of of Jared in some way. What, whatever what was. You, what makes you angry about Christmas, Jared? Starting it too early. Pretty much everything you guys just said. Just not <laughs> as deep in my core angry. I think. I, I think the biggest thing is if you can get away from the retail life, that is a good. It helps. Yeah. Letting go. Big of time. That. Big it, time. It's the. And what's ironic is you went from Kmart to Alter Ego. Retail to retail. Right. Yeah. What's worse is I, I know who's in control of it and I can't change it. At least with Kmart, it was just a corporate, it was just a radio station. I couldn't do anything. This one, I know who chooses it. And it's not me. Ours was, uh, when I was working at the deli in New Knoxville, it was uh, just what was on the radio. Yeah. So oh, sure. sometimes it, they'd be playing Christmas music all the time, but then it'd be a country song or something right. like that. So yeah. there was a break right. from it when I was there every now and then. Well, and I imagine and most things. into it, not a rip yeah. enough right. band-aid. Yeah, it's uh, occasional. Just sprinkle it in every once sure, in a while. Yeah. Okay, in a positive note, what is your favorite Christmas song? I have mine. My favorite Christmas song is Dominic the Donkey. The, uh, that's my, it just, it's just a fun song. Hmm. I would definitely say that mine has shifted over the years. I don't know, I'd have to go through. It's probably some worship song that is pretty Christmassy. Do you Christmas-y. guys remember those old parody songs? You mean like walking in winter's yeah. wonderland, oh, yeah. walking around in women's underwear and stuff like that? You know, do you do you resonate with that one there, Jerry? No, <laughs> no, but those parody songs were. were funny. Uh, Teddy the Red Nose Senator, <laughs> all right. Um, I can't think of what the other ones were. Uh, those were always fun. Um, I like uh, Trans Siberian Orchestra and Mannheim Steamroller. Yep, those can't are, go wrong with those because right. they're, they're neutral. They're right. It's, like, it's great background noise. Like, oh, this is a Christmas song, but it's not right. the same words over and over, and it's more theatrical. I guess is, yeah. the, way, is okay. the way it sounds. Okay. It right, sounds and they theatrical. put on a heck of a good show. I've seen Transiberian Orchestra twice, and it's worth every penny to go see their show. Uh, my favorite winter holiday song is Eight Crazy Nights uh, Eight Crazy Nights by Adam Sandler. Yeah. Just because they have like five or six different versions. Right. And they made yeah. a movie or something out they of it. Yeah. They made a movie too. Yeah. Yep. yep. And they and for the uh, credit scene, he revealed a new version of the song too. Of course. So he's done like five different versions just to see the different celebrities that are and aren't and how they how they still aren't. Like Michael, or what was it? O.J. Simpson, still not. Like, yeah. like, nope, not one. And then the next one, still not. Like, he's just, he's just like, maybe eventually, someday. Just it's the fun take on that. Like, ah, sure, let's let's go with that. I I don't have any Kwanzaa songs. I I got nothing on that. Uh, I'm not Kwanzaa, so yeah. I don't know. Yep. Yeah, they, they need a better marketing. Uh, Christmas in Hollis Queens is a good one too. Am I wrong? You're no. laughing, but no, just your uh, 
your segue from one to the other. I'm just it's a it's another good one. I only have like three good songs, Christmas songs. Like, oh yeah, that's a good one. All right, so Die Hard is a Christmas movie. Okay, agreed. All right, so I'm just making sure. Yeah. Uh, oh shoot, there was another one that I was talking about recently. Oh, so when we went saw Spirited, uh, slight spoilers ish. Um, uh, we saw at the mystery movie theater this past Monday and it was like, all right, what, what is it? $5 mystery movie. Let's see what it is. Yeah. It was fun. It was spirited. It, it looks like they're having a lot of success with that. I mean, I, it's hard to tell. I mean, just by one screening, um, if, if it, if that had bombed terribly, they did a second time. So that's a good thing. Right. Like, uh, but it was, sp- uh, the movie spirited, which is an Apple TV. It's going to be mm-hmm. on that. Like, in two weeks. I think it comes out this week also, but it'll be streaming in like two weeks. Um, it's a very much a Christmas Carol. Yeah. Like, but not. It's a play off of the Christmas Carol. Like where... they even reference like, oh, you mean this is Charles Dickens Christmas Carol. Like they yeah. even, it's, it's unfair because it's Ryan Reynolds. Like, oh, it's, it's the Deadpool version of like, hey, looking at like this, we're acknowledging this is what this is. So don't yeah. watch it with the kids. Um, no, it no, was kid friendly. No, it is. Yeah, it's PG 13. Oh, okay. Yeah. I mean, it's definitely, there's only, I mean, the only questionable thing I can see about it is the amount of ghosts that are in it. And, yeah. um, but I mean, what's, I don't know that you can have a Christmas. Right. Well, without, it's basically ghosts, instead of just tale. the, 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 uh, uh, I almost said Bob Marley. <laughs> I'm like, that's not him, Jacob Marley, and the three spirits that visit him. It's like a whole production team that's putting on the haunting. And so there's like, you know, a hundred ghosts that's on this production. It's like a movie set. Yeah, it's very much of a, yeah, a movie set where they, okay, we're going to stage this of your past, stage this of your future. Like they're doing measurements. Like it feels like, oh, it's a very behind the scene take on it. November eighteenth is when it comes out on streaming on, on Apple, Apple TV. TV, but it is coming out in theaters also. Which I honestly, this it one, was fun. I would recommend watch it in theaters. Don't watch it on Apple TV because on a TV at home, I don't think it would do it justice. I think it's a big enough spectacle. Yeah, that especially with the soundtrack. You haven't thing. seen my new TV. If you like, you? if you like, I don't musicals. It, it just I, because it also focuses your attention on it too. I think it's good that that like there's too many distractions in the real world. That I think it is worthwhile watching on a big screen. And I'd agree, actually. It it was very worthwhile. There's the it's a musical and there's a lot of dancing choreography and stuff like that that goes along with the musicals. It is a spectacle. It was really good. Yeah. For you know, it was it was much better than it had any right to be. Yeah. I mean and there are some like, oh I was not expecting this versus oh well that they definitely called that yeah. in the past and everything. And yep. it, it was it was just really nice. Um the soundtrack was better than it should have been too. Like, I I didn't know Ryan Reynolds and Will Ferrell could sing that well. Like, right? It is. Is it them singing? I'm ninety percent sure. <laughs> yeah, it, it sounded them. like them. Okay. If maybe if maybe they were using a version of auto tune, and, and they definitely like, tweak pitch. stuff and sh- they yeah. definitely like record it post. Well, I mean, there's some actors out there that I mean, I'm talking about Hugh Jackman. I mean, he was in The Greatest Showman, and there's tons of stories out there where he. Where they talk about him actually, yeah. Oh wow, he he can sing really, right? right. Well, I mean, they're singing on set versus what you hear is obviously sure, post, sure, sure, though, sure, sure, just sure. to get that clarity of everything. Sure. Um, and the choreography was really well done. I just it was way better than I thought it'd be. And I yeah. Was like, oh, for five bucks. I mean, I still have unlimited, so it was free with unlimited. But I mean, Laura went. You, I mean, everyone else that was in our party doesn't have unlimited, so they paid five bucks a piece. Right. Uh, and I think it was, we're all satisfied. It was, yeah, it was worth it. Um. 
Yeah, it, and there's a post-credits deleted scene thing, which was just fun. Like, oh, yeah. they tease it in the middle of it, and then there's that. It, for someone that does not want Christmas before Thanksgiving, I was like, oh, crap. Hmm? It's a Christmas movie. And I was like, oh, crap, it's actually good. Hmm. But it's not really a Christmas movie. It's, it is, Christmas is the background for it. Yeah. Kind of like Die Hard, Christmas is the background for that. Like, it's the reason why it all happens, but that's not what the story's about. Right. It's okay. it's about, you know, turning a bad guy into a good guy. And, and how one thing can change someone drastically. Like, oh, you're an unredeemable person versus possibly you are redeemable now. And, like, no one is truly unredeemable. Right. Given the time and circumstances, I guess, is the best way right. to put it. Right, and through the movie, it had me guessing on what the ending's going to be when certain things happened. It's like, okay, I could see this could be a swerve at the end, or they could be leading it at the end, you know? So it did keep you guessing a little bit. Uh, and there are, I'm not going to say who, but there are some very good cameos in yes. it, too. And good Easter eggs, too. At one point, I audibly went, oh, that's in there. Like, I mean, you know what I'm talking about. Yeah, but, yep. Uh, yeah, it, it's definitely worth watching. I think it's, I would say it's family friendly. I mean, there's there's a post credit scene of Will um, Will Ferrell flipping the camera off. Yeah, and um, but I, I don't remember any cuss words other than there's sex referenced. Like Ryan Reynolds has sex with one of the ghosts. Is <laughs> 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 the best way to put it. But you don't actually see the sex scene or anything. It's like her him just her just walking back. It's very and if you know you know, but if you don't like Kinda oh like when the camera. Goes to the curtains and the wind blows in or something. I mean, no, not, not, not even, even that, that far. Not even that far, but like, like it's the girl is there. Then she comes back, like her hair disheveled. Like, yeah, oh, okay. I need, I need someone to, ta- I need to tag out early because <clears throat> is he getting clingy? That sort of thing. Like, sure, sure. So sure. it's not blatant. Um, sure, but I, I thought. I mean, it was. It was fun. It was fun. Um, so far, the best Christmas movie I've seen all year. <laughs> <laughs> yep. It's the only one, too, but... That doesn't matter. Yeah, it's the best one we've it's, seen. It's the best one. Uh, but, anyway, movies. Um, I mean, we pretty much filled the topic there, but I want to say my theory of Black Panther is it's going to be a Godzilla versus Kong scenario where we already know Namor is going to be in it in Atlantis and Wakanda. I feel it's going to be like them fighting each other, and then you'll find, oh, there's this other party mm-hmm. that's We like, talked about that this weekend, yeah. It's going to be, oh, they're pulling the strings, whether it be one theory is Doom... Well, in Latveria? Well, the cool thing is they've been talking about Secret Invasion, so maybe this is where we get evil scrawls or Could be. the Kree uh, done right, or, or I don't and know. And even Secret Wars is coming Secret out, Wars. which if they do the new one, that was where Doom was the Doom God. He was in charge of everything, too. Oh, sure. So this could be the introduction of, again, with him, of that theory holding water, I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Atlantis water. water. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, that's what I'm thinking it's going to be about in short. I, I mean, well, I don't know. We'll see it this weekend. I, I, what's really going to be really interesting is, is, is how they transition. Uh, obviously the elephant of the room is that Chadwick Boseman is dead. And now how far did they have to shift the story to take that into account? Right. Well, and is it going to be a, a CGI death? Like, are they going to CGI him in and kill him or it'll be... He just died. The character, Black T'Challa, sure. died. And we're just well, you can put that. somebody in a suit and say that that's T'Challa. And right. It's not really him. You don't you ever see the face right, or anything. Right. Or if they have some deleted scenes from a different movie, they might have like a Carrie Fisher scenario where they CGI'd sure. her into uh, the, the last... Uh, Rogue, 
Rogue, Rogue One. Oh, no. no the final the, Star Wars. Rise of Skywalker. Rise of Skywalker. Where she was long dead before they yeah. even did Oh, yeah, right. And right. I mean, this one, he was dead before they even started shooting anything. Right. Sure. So they would have to use, like, old footage from Civil War or, you know, any of the Infinity War type. I mean, and they have, like, the voice lines from, like, I mean, he did all of What If yeah. before he mm-hmm. died, too. That was his last official role as mm-hmm. Black Panther. So who's so they could do something like that. Um, I'm leaning more towards it's going to be an off-screen death. Um, I don't know. Yeah, I don't, I don't know because there's because I think the audience wants to see the funeral. Right. I think they'll have the funeral, but I think the death is going to be off-screen. Sure. Right. The funeral. So, I'm expecting the funeral to be like first thing. I'm like yeah, yeah. Here we go. Same here. But no, there may be a he dies opening scroll funeral thing like and then moving in the story like that i don't yeah. want them to be like oh he's dead funeral then we see black panther wakanda forever and then the movie like i don't want that i want oh yeah yeah, yeah. acknowledge his death then see wakanda forever and then see the actual movie itself afterwards. right all right so who's the new black panther i hope it's shiri i think it makes most sense Same because here. that's what they've done in the comics where in black panther sure. he didn't die in the comics but storm he was, was black panther for a while Right, she was. She took the mantle off, on uh, for a while, and then off. I guess. But she didn't have officially. I think. I think Shuri was the only one that had ate the special fruit or whatever that actually got the blood pattern thing or something. I in think. the comic. In the comics. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I think uh, Storm just like, all right, well, I'm going to wear the costume now because well, why can't. not? Sure. And they so, haven't established Storm or anyone. I mean, that would be amazing though. If that it would is, be okay. really cool from the comic Storm's fan be standpoint, now. but sure. They haven't established anything. It's like we were comp- kind of complaining about um, Black Adam with uh, Dr. Fate. They killed off Dr. Fate in the Black Adam movie. No one gave a crap Mm-mm. because they have nothing established. Right. Marvel has done a phenomenal job establishing their characters ahead of time you know, as they're going. So it's been good when it's been, you know, When they take very... the title properly, it right. works. I mean, the last, I mean, look at the movies ever since Endgame. They've been very hit or miss. I mean, right. For yep. a, the best one since Endgame, I would say is Spider Man No Way Home. And that's Probably. not even, that's not even uh, Marvel. That is a Sony movie. Right. Yeah. I mean, but I'll, look at, um, oh, what's the character's name? Uh, Star Lord's, he was Mary Poppins. Um, um, Yondu. Yondu, yeah. yeah. His death was very heartfelt. Because they built to it. They built right. that character. And that was, that was a side character. Right. You know, Dr. F- Dr. F- Fate from DC was is a mainstay character that could have been something big. The character that really, really pulled at the heartstrings, never said a word, never had any lines, never anything, Anthony. Yeah. When he died? Yeah. I was like, oh, yeah. man. You saw an ant drumming and wearing an ankle monitor and stuff like that. Yes, but I think the biggest one was when Groot died. When oh, agreed. Would sure. he encapsulate everybody? Agreed. And why you got to? Why you got to? But they why you gotta built, be my Kool-Aid hey, man. Hey, you're just you were the second. I, like, I no, said Anthony. You said that was the most. It's like, no, no, I can up that. Yeah, Groot was, was. But they established that through the entire movie. Mm-hmm. But that's Doctor Fate was just. But there. that was only one movie though, too. When he died, that was right. only just one movie. And not only that, they established all of them in one movie. Right. Right. So when the they didn't do anything with Doctor Fate other than he was there. Right, but I'm saying like it's still one movie to one movie. Groot, we felt that right. when it was Doctor Fate. Like eh, it is what it is. Like right. I, I don't know if it's because but it's that establishment. Well, that or is it the empathy we feel for the character? Doctor Fate, Pierce Brosnan. He's an old guy. He lived a long life. Whatever. Groot, 
he says I'm Groot. That's a very childlike thing. Like he only has one sure. thing to say. Yeah, so we we empathize with that. That could be yeah. And like yes, he's fully grown and sentient and everything, but we don't make that connection to him. Right. I wonder if they also... did do a good job with Doctor Fate to make us believe or know that he knew what he was doing. I mean, they pro- part of that too is they projected the entire time. Like yeah. I was being like, oh, yeah, you die some other time. Like, oh, you're do- definitely teasing your death. Yeah, like, yeah, I, I think, caught that, too. That could have been some so of it. I think you're that's right. part of it, too. It wasn't right. out of left field. But Antony, absolutely, it was just, boom, gone. Uh, Groot, just, oh. And especially, I think that helps because it was the sacrifice of himself. Sure. And yeah. like, oh, it's not just dying just, just the, for a plot device. Well, and it didn't help either that Rocket was like, what are you doing? No, what? No, don't, do, no, don't do this. Right. right. And... I don't know. DC yeah. just, you know, I was kind of, I was sad when they killed him off because I thought Pierce Brosnan was doing a great job as Doctor sure. Fate. He, he was fine. Yeah, but I think DC like knew, knows like he's an old dude. He's, yeah, and he's the star. He's power. not going to mm-hmm. stay tied to that franchise Plus, for you, long term. You can now have a Doctor Fate something or anything like you can actually see the how his powers work by doing an origin with a new person, Correct. a new younger yeah. person. Okay. Them figuring out the powers now. Yeah. So it's like, oh, we gave you a tease of what the power, what the character can be. Right. But now let's see him actually earn yep. that with someone else. Now sure. I will say DC did a great job with the first Shazam movie. Those characters are all established now, and what what they're going to go through this next movie is going to be. I can't wait for that one. That the sh- first Shazam movie was just plain fun. I need to watch it again. I've only seen it once. Um, but looking at the trailers for this new, I was like, oh yeah, what happened in the previous one? He got his powers. Sibling got his powers. That was about it. Like there's for the most part, right. yes. The d- overall general synopsis, yes. So it will be interesting to see. Okay, can they actually make this story run now? Like, yeah. all right, we already had the build up in that whole we are family thing. Yeah. Uh, now what can you do with that? Still right. haven't seen it. I DC still doesn't want my money. But was, I went to go see Black Adam just because you invited me, and and I had, had nothing limited. to do. And you had unlimited, unlimited, and I have unlimited. Uh, so, I mean, it's just one of those, like, like we'll see how it goes. I mean, the first one was fun. And it, I treat it like the Sonic movie. Oh, that was fun. Like, it's not serious, but it's fun. Sure. It has serious... Right. It has serious moments to it. And some, if you dig if you dig at it, it has some serious... Themes. Themes to it. Right. It, yeah. But it's very surface level as well. Sure, sure. But what were some of the themes in Black Adam? Uh, there were too many and not enough at the same time. Like they, they had too many things, but they didn't commit to any of them. So there was no theme. There was themes. Okay. What were some of those? Uh, imperialism with the whole, oh, well, you only care now because you're the world police. Well, what about the 20 years that we've been enslaved by these other authoritarian police? Sure. But they were also would have been complaining about them. Who, why would they have had the, what, what gave them the moral right to do it? So it's. Okay, fine. So I mean, I'm saying that's just a sure. partial thing. But they didn't even commit to that fully because Inner Gang was the criminal organization that was the imperialistic agency. Uh, they kind of just went away. Well, they, I think they were always kind of there, but I mean, it, it wasn't like they've oh, actually given them a name now, right? Well, that's Inner Gangs from DC Comics. Like they were. It, no, uh, I mean we've seen them in other movies, haven't we? Not no. to my knowledge. Oh, really? That no. was the first time, and it was oh. just randomly popped up as i'm saying like there's that uh, i mean the whole jsa well what they don't even say what jsa stands for they say oh it's the justice society 
well, there's still an A. You're, you're not acknowledging that. You mean Just Society of America? But we're in Kandak or Kandark or whatever it is. However Kandak. It Kandak. That's not America. Why are you here? Now, if it's Justice League, that's just generic enough. Sure, that could be worldwide. But why Why is it Just Society of America? It, just, it doesn't make sense. Justice Society Association? Right. Like, it could, <laughs> they could change it, I mean, sure. at that point. Because why, why not? not? It's also the school of Xavier's... Gifted youngsters too, especially from the point where it comes out of the fountain up front. Uh, oh, yes. But like there, so there's that theme of the world police ish. Then there's the theme of well, unchecked power needs to have some sort of check and balance because that's where the society came in. Like, oh, you're too powerful and you are whatever. You're destroying everything. Sort of. The I think the biggest theme was hey, Dwayne Johnson wants to be Black Adam. That's the thing. That's the, yes. <laughs> but he doesn't want to fully do it. He doesn't have like, oh, put a widow's peak. Put the elf ears. No, no. Still bald. Regular, ear, regular ears. Shazam doesn't have that, right? Elf ears or anything? Yeah. No. Not that and, I'm aware of. And the wizard didn't have it in the comic, right? But no. What is, so why does Black Adam have it in the comic? I, I don't know. I not a clue. I mean, and Jared's the DC guy, so I, yeah. So it's okay mm-hmm. that they leave those kinds of things out, like... All right, don't add it in just because. I think that was part of my problem with with Wet Thor, was, okay, what what is the whole point of this? What is the whole? Where are you going with this? Why are you making these comic book costumes in real life? Nobody nobody else is really doing that, and it doesn't seem to work. At least they kept with Black Adam. His power source is the wizard still, and that's why it has the lightning bolt. Sure, thing. sure. I and mean, I like the costume. Yeah, I mean, it, it fits. It f- and it fits. Uh, it fits. I think the 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 thing that they're going with. What if comics were in real life or whatever? Yeah, quote. right. They're trying to so. follow the Iron Man formula of like, what if this was were, were real? Sure. Which and, I'm not and that's not a bad thing. Right, I'm not knocking right. that. I'm just saying that's what they're trying to do. But some things it doesn't work. Like. So it, I don't think they should have had the pointy ears or the widow's peak is what I'm getting at. Right. I'm just saying that, like, that's if you're saying, oh, this is when they do the comic book covers that have him on that. Sure. That looks, he looks, I mean, he looks similar, but not, I don't know. I always have an issue when they do comic book covers of any TV movie, whatever. Like, oh, here's the movie poster on these graphic, on this classic graphic novel cover. Oh, uh, yeah. Like the yeah. boys is the worst one. Yeah. Oh, here's the boys from the show you watch on Amazon Prime. Oh, that looks nothing like the characters inside. Right. The mm-hmm. is not anywhere near that. What? Yep. Such a misdirection. Yeah. But, I mean, last week when we were pricing back issues, we saw the Chuck series. On the cover, it's like, no, no, it's a cartoonization of the characters. Mm-hmm. Like, okay, they're, it's not a misdirective. Like, oh, here's this that you know. Oh, it's nothing like that. It's like, no, this is what it is what it is. Well, I think they were doing that on purpose because he was trying to figure out. Uh, he was, he was, they were showing that. That nerdy side of him. Right. So I don't know that it would have made sense to try to do. That's for Chuck. Yeah, for Chuck. I don't know that they would have. It would have been a good idea to to not make it extra nerdy. The yeah. art that they use for right. the Chuck book. But for Black Adam, like, oh, we have Dwayne Johnson on the cover. But uh, it's not a, Dwayne Johnson. A photo. Not like photorealistic. No, no. A full on photo of him. And that's nothing to do with anything. Right. Like, and he really doesn't look like the comic book Black Adam. Right. I mean, yeah. I mean, we've we've dissected Black Adam before the movie, and you know, like how it did not live up to our hopes, but also wasn't as disappointing as we thought it would be too. So, well, it's DC. Right. The bar is set so low that yeah, it was just fine, and it 
That's it. It made money. Yeah. yeah. But, yeah. And all to go back to, who knows how Black Panther is? We'll find out this week. And we'll probably talk about it for next week's theme because uh, that'll be easy because we're all going to see it. So it'll work out. Uh, and a slight reminder, Adrian, in two weeks, we will not be doing the podcast because that is the week of Thanksgiving. Okay. So don't worry about that week of okay. doing whatever. Um, so, Jared, we may, between next week and then two weeks after that, we may pick a bigger graphic novel just because we'll have more time to read. We'll have two weeks to read. Oh, there we go. That'll work. I'll still probably read it the day before because I'm Ooh, I got some ideas for here. that. Brightest day. Well, it has to be something we can get in stock. I'm not sure if we can get that one in right now or not. Blackest night. Oh, we, we already did that one. <laughs> uh, anyway, let's move on to books that came out this week, Wednesday, November 9th, 2022. Adrian, why don't you go first? I picked Eve, even though it didn't come out this week. So I won't talk about Eve because I'm not allowed to. Uh, I picked. And though, we don't have any on the shelf, too. We're sold out of it. Already? Good. Yeah. Great. I, I thought it was good. Um, Wildcats. Uh, Mark texted me earlier and asked me what uh, my pick of the week was, and I went with Wildcats. Um, <clears throat> it was one of those books that in the 90s I I saw it at the grocery store in the magazine rack, and I was like, oh, this looks cool. I want to get it. I don't even know who Wildstorm is because uh, I was the original publisher. And then I couldn't find it, and uh, it's always been one of those books that's like, oh, I remember wanting to get into something that wasn't Marvel that wasn't DC, wasn't Transformers or GI Joe, and and I thought it was, I thought it looked cool, <clears throat> and I never got to finish up. And this, it's kind of a retelling of the team. It's a very different team from what I remember back in the day. Uh, it's set in the DC universe. Um, all of these characters, I don't know one thing about. I saw Nightwing in there. I saw a Batgirl in there. Uh, there was a mention of Gotham and um, Halo Tower in Star City, which is being rebuilt for whatever reason. And um, uh, Grifter is uh, crazy. <laughs> I mean, that's pretty normal for Grifter. Like he's always yeah. been a little, just little a little backstory. I think it was Jim Lee who was doing Wildstorm books back in the '90s and stuff. I think DC bought it in like 1998 or 1999. It was like right before the millennium, if memory serves, because we were talking about that a couple years ago. Well, probably 10 years ago at one point, and that just... It was just a couple years ago, yeah. 10 years Man, yeah. we're getting It's pre-COVID, and now that's, you know... I mean, we don't even talk about that. I mean, those two years lasted like six years. So. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So I know it was before COVID. So, you know, because we were doing something with... Something about Jim Lee we were talking about, and we were looking stuff up like that. Was I that. here? No, it wasn't you oh, guys. Okay. It was me and other people. You um, have other friends? Yeah, I know. Stop it. It's jerks. Uh, I'm not buying it. <laughs> <laughs> if it's not on the record, and I don't He see- has other friends. No, I have object permanence issues. Like, if you, if I don't see you, you don't exist. As soon as you leave here and I shut the door, you're gone until the next I'm like that, you. too. You just, everybody just <laughs> <Yep. hears. laughs> I'm like a toddler from that standpoint. Peekaboo is great. It's my favorite game of all time. It just, it's like, oh, I can't see you? Yeah, you're out of my mind. Wait, where the hell did you come from? <laughs> Pretty much, yeah. Uh, so Wildcats. Yeah. Wildcats was fun. Uh, smooth art. Uh, I hope that the mystery that they're trying to figure out uh, turns out to be a good mystery. And uh, I hope the book continues to be good. It, it, one of the things that we were talking about earlier was you said you, you didn't like it. Only because you didn't know any of the characters. And I'm like, 
that's how we get new characters into comic books. Uh, I think that's one of the reasons why I'm digging on uh, Tiger Division. But DC wants to introduce more characters and hopefully write about them. And that's how we get away from Spider-Man and Superman and Batman. Not that those people ever die for real, for real, but... But there are too many of those stories. If we're going to have a million stories, then let's have a million different stories. Right, right, right. We talked about the the year of, of oversaturation of Batman. One of the reasons why we never got into the White Knight when it first came out. And then we read it in trade, and it's like, oh, why didn't I read this in single issues? Yeah. Okay, just to, uh, to point on that, too, Robin, who's your first thought? Which Robin? Dick. Exactly. Dick Grayson's my first thought, too, but you, a lot of people will go with Damien, Tim, Stephanie. Sure. You know. Because that's who they grew There's up with. There's so many different Robins out there that it's like, yeah, the title of Robin and the moniker is... But for me, I treat the role Robin as like you deputize at that point. It's not that's not your name. That's your role until you graduate. Is what they're like. Oh, you're not the sheriff. You're the deputy. You're not Batman. You're Robin. Then once you are done with that training program, mm-hmm. then you become Nightwing or Red Hood or dead or dead. <laughs> well, uh, yeah, I would say some in some degree. I can agree with that, especially it's with the different. We Are Robins book that they did. Like, oh, that we're taking that as like this is our job now. Yeah, it's not just it's, you're this, you're that. Like, no, it's our role that we play in society. Yeah, I I don't know. I just kind of remember. You know, it's like. The Dick Grayson version of Robin was around for so long before he was uh, became Nightwing that, you know, he was always teaming up. Like, you look at some of the old world's finest books, you think of Batman and Superman. Robin was in most of those, you know. He was in the old cartoons with the Justice League, the Super Friends. You know, he was one of the Super Friends at that time, you know. He was such a a, a character that fit everywhere in the DC universe that the next Robins didn't have that capacity. Well, I think at that point though, the character has grown where it can fit in those capacities where, because it can fit Robin can fit now in any story because it's any Robin, which Robin is it like, Oh, well, Dick would never be in the scenario, but I can totally see Jason Todd in that. Sure. Or Tim Drake. Yeah. Or like it has a good malleability to the character. Right. Point. Right. But, uh, going back with that, the, uh, that's kind of the same point with Batman. There's a bit of an oversaturation, though. Yeah. That's where I'm saying, I, you know, I kind of like it, you know, Bruce Wayne as Batman, but there's so many Bruce Wayne Batman stories. I, we can talk in circles all night. Yeah, it's a, it's, it's a double-edged sword. It I mean, is. There's like, it oh, is. well, that's good, but also if you if you course correct and do too much of that, then it's exactly. over, then it's a problem. So, but you're right. Having these wildcat stories and stuff like that, Introducing these new characters, if we, you know, maybe promoting them more or something sure. like that can get people interested in other superheroes and we can have a more diverse cast that isn't a Batman. Sure. You know, like Batman Inc. And, you know. Oh, yeah, I saw that. Batman the Spider-Verse, how many different spiders are men are well, there? I mean, ultimately, know? though, what makes the difference between a good story and a bad story? It's not the characters. It's the writing. Like, right. That's, and if... Like for me, that did. I was in the. I may not be in the mood. It may not hit right. Whatever with me, sure. it, was, it was not my thing. But for you, it hit right. It worked out for you. So sure. that's a great thing. I, I'm going to argue with that only a little bit because if you establish a character poorly, that can I, kill a character. That absolutely. can kill a character. But no matter what, how well you can write. Well, but that's what the story into a story. But that's how it's established. Though is in the writing sure. though. 
So, I mean, yeah. how, many, how many characters initially went nowhere? I mean, Wolverine was first in Hulk 188. Sure. 181. Something like 180 that. 181. No one cared at the time. He was just another random person that, like, okay, whatever. Come back a couple years later, X-Men, he's in that. He's picking, he's gaining steam. Okay, people actually care now, so then they'll go back and find that first appearance issue. Initially, no one gave two craps about Sure. Eventually, oh, now we do. So now we'll go back and get that one back then. Because of the establishment that the writers mm-hmm. would have put in that character. And then because of that, they can continue to keep going. So right. with, um, okay, so take away, let Bruce Wayne's parents still be alive. I don't How, think that you can write him. I found this on the web. <laughs> okay. Thanks, Siri. Siri was not, dis- not disturbed. Uh, no, she is. But she's, whatever. Well, anyway, take away the death of the, the Waynes and try to write Bruce Wayne into Batman. And I don't think you can. I don't. I think once, depending on how you, you figure these characters out, they have to go a certain way. I mean, at its core, I would say yes. But also, the character can be a different... If you want to be the exact same character, yes. I would agree with that. But well, look how many what if stories we've had. Put Kyle L crashing in, in, in Soviet Russia. Yeah. And we get this whole other story. You know? I, I I think and it happens naturally. It happens it happened well. I think, well, yeah, what if he, you know, instead of, you know, G Pa and G Ma, you know, in the corn, Hucks and, you know, what type of person does Kyle L become? Well, and after reading Red Sun, though, I would say he's still the same person. He's still the goodness, and because yes, he's not the truth dressed in the American way, but, but he's, he's still, still not a good he, character. He, right, he's still not a he's not a villain, but he is appropriate, I think, for Soviet Russia. Yes, um, but he's not a full villainous. Like, oh, he didn't no, turn all, he didn't turn into not, Lex Luthor because of that. Yeah, sure. he doesn't he doesn't go out and kill. Still, he, you know, he still has those core principles of Superman, but he's a bit more authoritarian in that. I mean, it's Maybe. nature versus nurture. Right. I mean, at the same point, though, with that, well, if that can happen, look at injustice. Okay, Lois died, then he went off the handle. Went, sure. He went full yeah. authoritarian dictator sure. than that versus when he was in Red Sun, when he landed in Soviet Russia. Right. And that's because the writing changed him that way. Right. And that, I guess that's what I'm trying to get at is no matter however it starts or ends, along the way, there can be missteps. Like, okay, there's sure. this, that, and the other. And, and and I'm just saying that it's however you establish that character that we've seen characters that have, you know, you set them in a Joker's setting. daughter. Yeah. Okay. That could I have been an awesome that. character. The writing sucked. Okay. And they did not do a good job introducing that but character. But here's to say another 10 years, they bring it back. Like, oh, this is actually a good story now. Could and be. And people, people could fall in love with her. Could very well I mean, be. Deadpool. No one cared initially at no. all. And then eventually, no. But they also, but also I think back crazy. then they also saw it as a parody, right? But I'm saying though, these things take time. Is right. as yeah. don't say this character is done forever. And no one cares. Oh no, I'm just saying her introduction. Her introduction was horrible. Mm-hmm. Well, uh, I can't even tell you how she. Her was introduction introduced. was cool because she had Joker's face on her face. She was like, "All right, I'm Joker's daughter." So that was a cool. That was a cool introduction. But then the follow through was like, "Oh, I'll go with you there." You, That's you true. Hit, yeah, you hit with fire because right. people were buying these first issues, first covers. Like it looked like a cool character. Yeah. But then the story had terrible follow through. Yeah. So and who's to say again? 
Yeah, you could be right. Put her in a Batman Incorporated or something like, or Birds of Prey. Or yeah. Like, she could be, oh, that's a new element to this yep. that could work in that scenario. I mean, look, the Avengers. What? How do they? Why do they form Avengers in the comic books? Because individually, those characters weren't selling. Correct. So what do we do? Put them as a team. Oh, crap. Now it works. Here we go. Let's. We're off to the races. And now they now. are back to individual books. And and still with the teams though too, mm-hmm. but they so, are they are a little bit more established now, and people are a bit more invested in those characters than what they were in the beginning when they were in their own first solo books. Each character is like an action figure. However you play with it is what you play with it. Some people may like it, some people might not. Right. And that how you play that. Oh, I like that. I'll do that when I do it too, and continues on with this. Versus oh that that's awful. I want to kill off that character now instead or whatever and change it. And yeah, whatever. So it's the joy of. Not all characters are going to be great at all times. I mean, I stopped reading Deadpool for years. Last week, the new issue came out. I was like, this is actually pretty good. So I came back to it because someone else took over. So it's just, I mean, and part of it is art, too. I'm not going to, because we've established that. that if it's bad art, yeah, that can if it's ruin a book. Yeah, right. Like, oh, I, on, in theory, I love that story, but I cannot get past that visual. Correct. Right. So it's, it's part of the medium. It's a fun part of that. Yep. So, uh, let's, long story short, let's see if these wildcats get neutered or if they keep going on. <laughs> or spayed. They could get spayed. I don't know if they can be spayed or neutered, uh, according to Bob Barker. Uh, Jared, what is one of your picks of the week? Uh, one of my picks of the week was a, a new golden age. It's a DC one-shot, starting off with a new Justice Society. Um, this is going to lead into the new Justice Society series. I don't know if it's 100% necessary for the New Justice Society series, but I think it will be. Um, We start out with a 10-year-old, 8-year-old Helena Wayne, who this is kind of like the From the Earth 2 setting of Bruce and uh, Selina, Batman and Catwoman's child. Um, She sees this stranger staring at her, you know... Um, stuff like that, and we jump to the Justice Society, who is the, I think it's the World War II version of the Justice Society, and we jump to the year 3022, when it's the Legion of Superheroes time frame, and a new Justice Society is starting to form. Does not go well. Um, it, it, it goes really bad, actually. Yeah, it goes really bad, but we keep doing these time jumps, and it actually works for this one shot that is setting up the Justice Society series. Remember, this is a setup issue. Now, is this upcoming series going to be taking place in the past, present, future, or mm-hmm. present? With um, I, I'm going to say, uh, uh, at the end of it, it's uh, Helena Wayne is the doing the monologue in when I was 18. So, so it seems like this upcoming series yes. will take place in the here and now, right? Because with a book like that, where it takes place. Right. Then, now, and next. But it's setting up the villain. Okay. That's what this issue is doing, because the the villain seems to be able to time jump and take out... Mission is trying to take out the, the Dr. Fates throughout time. And the original Dr. Fate, it does have a quick time jump to, like, the 70s from World War II, where he's older. You know, he's seeing a doctor about his health and everything like that. Um, so there's a lot of cool things that happen. If you're a Justice Society fan, I think you're going to love this book. I don't think you guys would like it as much because you're not the diehard DC guy. Whatever, I'm going to love you, that book. You, you may. I would say now's a good jumping on point. Does it do a good job establishing all the characters in this? Or is it ba- built on assumptions that you know who they are? 
Maybe a little <laughs> of both. Okay, that's fair. That's um, fair. I, it just just so the no, audience that's, knows that's too. That's a good question. Um, like when we first see the Justice Society, it's established. They're all there. It's not you know. It's not even introductories like this is this person. This is this person. You know. They don't even have they do that, of saying who they are. Right. They do that with some dialogue through who each other is, but not fully. Right. Because that splash page when I first saw it, I was like, oh, I know about a third of these people. Right. So, and I saw the splash page and I'm like, ooh, that's awesome. You know, so there's that big difference of, you know, established characters, you know them or not, you know, if you're familiar with them. But um, I loved the, and I, I hope they follow up more with this because the uh, Justice Society is about to rise again in the year 3022. I don't remember any story arc where the Justice Society has done any team-ups or any type of affiliation with the Legion of Superheroes. I'm like, that would be a cool era to to kind of follow up with. You could do some team-up books and stuff like that with the Legion, so... Which I complain about that, I know. I'm contradicting <laughs> myself, or, you know. But, in theory, though, you're going to love it. Yeah, in theory, you're going to love this. If you're a Justice Society fan, check this one out. All right. Uh, my first pick of the week is going to be Batman versus Robin number three, which really should be Batman versus Robins. Yeah. Um, I don't want to give away a whole lot, but, but that title gives it enough away. But that, yeah, I mean, you've it, been really enjoying that book. It has been really solid. Now there are it's things in this issue. I'm like, oh, like, yeah, I, I, I would have liked it gone a different way, but ultimately I'm still okay with it. How it's right. going. Yep. Cause this is the book where Alfred comes back to life in issue one. Alfred is one. Yeah, um, so Alfred is back. Um, him and Bruce are flying to the Lazarus Island, right? Yes. Or wherever. The, that sounds right, yes. Yeah, where Damien was fighting in the yep. Lazarus pits, blah, 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 blah. And if you remember in, at the end of issue two, Alfred's eyes were glowing to show it wasn't really he, Alfred. He is uh, being possessed. Yeah, he's being possessed. By whatever the head demon guy. It's a demon a dozen. Um, but... They're doing their thing. We see Talia al Ghul finally show up. They, they've hinted at her a little bit here and there. Uh, she shows I up. we saw her in the last issue, too. In the haunted house or whatever. Uh, but that was, I uh, think that that was, was a puppet was, illusion. Yeah. Ah, yeah. uh, okay. The, she's no. actually here now. Okay. So, she's in there. Um, all the different Robins have different weapons, which is cool to see. Okay, you are this one, so you get that weapon. You are like this, you get that. And it's fun to see Batman fighting those robins. Like, oh, you are uh, an acrobat. Dick Grayson, you're an acrobat, so I know how to counter your fighting mm-hmm, technique. Mm-hmm. Uh, Tim, you're the detective. You're not a great fighter, so I can just get in close and beat you up, that sort of thing. So Batman is fighting each different robin to his own strength, to their weaknesses. And it was really good. Um, I don't want to give away because a whole lot because it's a lot of action. And it's a very fun fight sequence. And there's a reference to the Monkey Prince book that's been going on. That's that maxi series. There's a character from that in there. Uh, is that character critical for this? Not at all. I was going to say, I haven't been reading that, that book. I read the first so couple like, issues. I didn't I know who behind. that one was right away. I only recognize it because I read the first like three or four issues of Monkey okay. Prince. And I read, oh, he's from that. And I, I mean, they even say, you know, we saw you in Monkey Prince number one. So like, oh, that's where that connection is. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it's a fun book. I've enjoyed it. I've enjoyed I, it. I'm glad it's five issues. Yeah, um, I don't want this to drag on too long. However, this could be a longer series. Uh, Jared and I were talking beforehand. 
if it was Batman versus Robin and each issue was fighting him fighting a different Robin, that would have been cool. Like, oh, we have Batman versus Dick in this issue, Batman right. versus Damien in this issue, Batman versus Tim in this issue. But because it would be, but that would I would retitle it Batman versus Robins at that point. Yeah. Sure. But with all of the detectiveness that we've seen coming out of Bruce Wayne throughout the last decade, where he always is where I, I feel like in the last decade they've really written Bruce to be the world's greatest detective, right? So <clears throat> I'm thinking of the uh oddly enough, the the or, uh, the episode of, of Star Wars Rebels where Obi-Wan kills Maul, finally. Uh, Maul finds him on, on Tatooine, and it's in the middle of the night around a campfire, and they just have like a two-minute stare-down with each other. And what what you end up realizing is that they're playing out all of the moves before the actual fight. Well, that's how, like, act- going with Star Wars, that's how Samurai would fight, too. Well, like- not even just Samurai. I'm even, I'm even saying with some of these books, like, do you really think Batman would take a full issue to beat any of the Robins? Uh, so. I mean, with the amount of fight and torment he's gone through at this point, maybe. And even still setting up each Robin of why they're in that position and why they have weapon. Okay. I'm saying there's a way they could have done it, but I'm this uh, felt a little rushed, but I'm glad it wasn't lingering also. Sure. Like, it was like, uh, there's a middle ground I, I think I would have been a little bit happier with. Okay. This just felt a little rushed is all to me. A uh, little bit, yeah. Um, but I still- I'll have I, to read it. No, 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 no I yeah, still enjoyed I it, still, too. It didn't detract the way anything. It's like, eh, that could have been a little longer. It could have been a two-book fight instead of right. a one-book fight. Right. Okay. It, it is my thing with that. Because right. uh, it seems like it's a, it's a disservice to the other Robins, how how quickly he can dis- dismiss he, them. He trained them. But still, he, they're... Either way. Yeah, it, it, no spoilers, but... It felt a little like, okay, eh, well, okay. I'll, yeah, okay. I'll, so, read, I'll definitely read it. Uh, but yeah, I mean, still, Batman versus Robin number three of five. Uh, I've enjoyed all of them. Looking forward to more. And Adrian, what is your last pick of the week? Uh, Tiger Division. Uh, this one's more uh, for my daughter. Um, when there was an app game that came out uh, that had um, all the Marvel heroes, and then they were introducing more heroes. Uh, Luna Snow was one of the... Uh, she's like a K-pop idol. Uh, so when they had that game come out, they did a couple songs, and I, I was listening to them, and, and she's like, oh, I like that song. Can I add it to my own playlist? I'm like, yeah, sure, go ahead. And so then I saw that. So I've kind of loosely followed Luna Snow. She's got like ice powers. And she's, like I said, a K-pop idol. And so Tiger Division is basically Asian uh, Avengers. So South Korea. Uh, not just. Well, but, but I know it's based in South Korea originally. Yes. Um, so I was like, okay, I'll go in for five issues. Uh, it's a five-issue mini. Uh, a simple... Uh, starts off with a simple um, action rescue with a little bit of a mystery around one of the main characters. Uh, we get some kind of unique, uh, the robot guy, I kind of like, uh, he's he's kind of cool. Um, and not much mystery, just point A, point B with, with a little bit of mystery with one character. We'll see where that goes. Uh, but I liked it. Uh, like I said, it's five issues. I like the art on it too. The art is very... CG ish, yeah, like um, not fully, but like, oh, it has a nice little soft. It softens it a little bit. Art Germ did one of the variant covers, and uh, I definitely wanted to pick one of those up. And I was a little worried that they would go with kind of a manga style, 
of art with this, like they did with um, Marvel didn't do it. DC did it with uh, All Out War, DC versus Vampires. Oh, I'm not enjoying that as much as I think I could if it wasn't the manga style of artwork for that story. Uh, it's one of those where I don't know that it, I don't think, it's not that I dislike manga, I like manga when it fits the story, and I don't think the story fits the art. Right. And vice versa. So, um, but Tiger Division, again, new characters, apparently that's my theme for tonight. Uh, new characters, uh, try to get something new into the mix and see what we can do um, to, yeah, not have so many, you know, Batman books or or whatever. All these Avenger books or I don't know. Even Avengers isn't that bad. There's so many Batman books. So many. That's Sp- true. I would say Batman and Sorry, Laura. So many Spider-Man books also. Mm-hmm. Like there's, I mean, we had two of them come out today. Uh, two. Ra- there's regular Amazing and Plain Spider-Man, which is the whole Spider-Verse thing. Plus, there's a new mini series, The Lost Hunt, coming. It's like we have three Spider-Man books in one week. The if you want to have that many books come out, fine. Stagger them, folks. Don't have them come out. All right, here's three in one week, and or next week there'll be none of them. Like, look at the release schedule, balance it a little bit, guys, because there is. Take a look at your competition. I mean, look at not even your competition. Look at what you're doing otherwise. Like, well, that's what I mean. Yeah, you have all these competitors out there that have been able to not do what you're doing, Marvel and DC, and they put out solid books. You've you've have other publishers coming onto the onto the scene with. I'm thinking of uh, Fight Girls. I loved it right until the end, but it was a new publisher. Right. You know, I liked the art. I liked the story. They just didn't stick the landing, but they got, right. what, five issues of money out of me? Yeah. And you know? it was um, a good ride along the way. Right. right another exactly. example, I can't think of the publisher, but it was that uh, Sarah book, the uh, Russian Sniper. I remember what you were talking about um, that we don't carry in stock anymore, no, unfortunately. But, uh, they released that in... When the publisher first came out, they just released it straight into trade. Well, they did trade. That and was where she was like did. an actress or something. No, she was posing as an actress. No, no. it was like a was it World War Two? It was World War II, and they did because they did a trade and like if you want to do singles, here's five single issues yeah. at the exact same time in a box set. Right, so you can do singles and or trade exact same time. Here you go. Yeah, and it was a good story. I haven't seen a whole lot from that publisher since that I that I know of. Right. I need to go back and look and see which publisher that was, but. I think it's one of those where if I saw their logo on a book, I, I would say, oh, right. that's it, you know, so. Yeah, I, the biggest thing is, especially when there's months like, oh, it's a f- you know the fifth Wednesday of the month, nothing comes out. It's not like this is a surprise. It's like, hey, right. surprise, this is the fifth Wednesday. Like, you have the calendars made forever. Yeah, that's That's it. TKO presents. TKO, yep. yep, that's what it was. Uh, but, like, you can't say, oh, it's the fifth Wednesday, so it's going to be a light week. No. Just balance it out a little bit. Like, right. You, you can see this happening. Right. And and also, when that many Spider-Man books come out, I, I had this problem with Batman a uh, few years ago. It's, it's your same problem with X-Men. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm just, I'm a Batman fan, so I'm going to do the Batman stuff. But I was getting a lot of the Batman books, and I think I had like four or five of them in the same week. Well, the next time that rolled around, I'm reading one of the issues, and I'm like, wait, I, this isn't what happened last. And I was getting my books mixed right. up because you read them all at the same time, and it's like there's no 
cohesion to that at that point I, I for the story. I think that's part of it on us for binging, reading them all in one sitting right. too. That, um, that, I totally agree. Some of that's me. I could have spaced that out or, you know, wait till you, some people I know wait till they get two, three issues at a time of the same story arc and then mm-hmm. try to read through them. Right. You know, so. But I know like for the books Adrian mentioned this week, I was like, eh, I was, for me, it has to get my attention real fast. Like sure. first two pages. Cause like, okay, I can read that and eventually maybe get in the mood. Or read something else because I have twenty books I need to read, mm-hmm. and I don't want to spend all night reading books. Sorry, and that's just I'll, I may pass on it and then come back later. Like, oh crap, this is actually good. I'll but at least read it in now. this case, you could take what I said. I mean, that that like I said last time, we we kind of tout ourselves as as experts on this thing, right? Even though we're really not. No, uh, we it, just love comic books, right? Yeah. So when and we contradict assume- ourselves. <laughs> You, I do. I'm, I'm, I'm I do. I'm, but the good thing with this is because you've enjoyed it. Once the trade comes out, you're like, "Hey, I want to talk about this for the podcast this week." All right, now's my chance to actually read the whole thing in oh, one sure. sitting too. Mm-hmm. Which that's the good thing with that is anytime any one of us pick out, okay, there's this one book. Say you weren't reading Batman versus Robin at all, and by the time issue five comes out, like, "Hey, the trade's out. We're gonna talk about this in podcast." Adrian, like, yeah, you talk about this all the time. Oh yeah, let's see if it's actually worth it. Yeah. I know we've done that with a couple other with. Uh, like we did She-Hulk last week where I was like, oh, yeah. I love the single issues as they came out. And then we talked about it later because it caught my attention. Otherwise, we probably wouldn't have read it if I didn't probably read not. the singles. So Probably not. Yeah. It's the good thing with that balance too. Like, well, here, try this. Try that. And mm. Yeah. It's gotten me to read a lot of different things that I'm some of I'm happy for. And there are a lot of books that it does depend on what mood you're in. Like, yeah. How does it hit you? Like, do oh, you want to read a horror story? What What sci-fi. period of life are you in? Even like, right. oh, there's this family story. Me, don't care. I don't have kids. Adrian may hit completely different for you. Like, you actually are living that life, so you may like it or dislike it because of that. Are and there I'm, any family stories out there? I'm just saying though, there it could be something sure, like sure, that. Sure, sure, sure. I mean, I'm we actually have, trying to think of like Fantastic Four. The new number one. Oh, came the new out number today. one. The new number one. Yeah. <laughs> hey, good. Uh, my pick of the week is going to be Specs. So it's not our picks of the week. So okay. <laughs> um, no. Uh, the fan- new Fantastic Four, the very first, it's a one, it's issue one, but it feels like a one shot. It's a Twilight Zone-ish sort of thing. I'm not a huge Fantastic Four guy. Usually if it's not on Earth, I don't care. And Fantastic Four deals a lot of stuff that's not on Earth or it's in the uh, microverse or not. It's the bizarre stuff that like, I don't care. So that, that's a me thing. Um, but yeah. Uh, Fantastic Four number one came out this week. Uh, but my pick of the week is Specs number one by Boom Studios. And this is one of four, it's only a four issue series where this guy gets, uh, he finds his older brother's old comic books that are up in the attic. He's like, oh, we'll go digging through them. Him and his best friend are just flipping through, reading it, whatever. And they come across this ad for like these, uh, what is it like? Gamma Ray, the. F- the phenomenal Gamma Ray presents Magic Specs. Magic Specs. It's like the old classic X-Ray Specs you'd sure. see and everything like that. And they're making fun of like, oh, you know, it'd be funny. You should, you should call them and have them, you know, order you some. And this it takes place in the 80s. So oh, it perfect. is. So it's a, it takes place in the 80s, but the comic book is from like the 40s. So it has that little time spot. And he, all of a sudden, these Magic Specs show up on his porch the next day. He didn't order them or nothing. Tries them out, like, okay, well, they're saying they're magic. Let's figure it out. Uh, I'm going to wish for $100. $100. Pulls $100 bucks out sudden, of his pocket. $100 come out in his hands. They work. Uh, his best friend is like, hey, I wish I could throw the, I could pitch five mile an hour faster than what I'm doing right now. Cool. Then they, 
they jump through like, okay, we're testing the rules and limitations of this. You can wish for things, but not too big of things. Like, oh, you can't wish for world peace. That's too big of a wish. It won't do that. You, but you can you can wish for like, hey, I wish you got a flat tire. Something small and minuscule, stuff like that. Um, but then, so they're, they figure out the monkey paw. They even said like the monkey paw of it. Like what's, there, there's going to be a trade-off. What's the bad? When is it going to be? We don't know yet. So we'll just have fun while we can. Um is it a mini? Is it an ongoing? Four issue mini. Okay. Um, it reminds what you just reminded me of was uh, the anime uh, Death Note. Okay. They've made a live action. It's an anime. I'm pretty sure it's a manga. manga now. Uh, I think it was manga first. Whatever. But uh, <clears throat> it was a, a notebook that he could write somebody's name in it, and the, that person would would die. Hence Death Note. Hence Death Note. Uh, but the yeah. Simpsons actually did a parody of it on oh, the really? Halloween special okay. this year. Uh, yeah. I, those were solid. Those have always been those Simpsons oh, Halloween yeah. specials. I've yeah. always loved them. As long as you take it for what they are. Right. Like, it's a one-off. It's a fun, weird yeah, stuff. And I always love yeah. their like intros, Bat Gronig instead of Matt, and oh, they yeah. play on the names. James Hellbrooks. Yeah. Sure. Yep. Uh, but yeah, back to specs. Um, it ends with a... One of the rules is broken. A big wish is granted, and they don't know why. Um, and it's a fun cliffhanger. I, I enjoyed the first issue. I'm curious to see where it's going to go. Yeah, I flipped through that. That looks... Uh, apparently, my theme between this and 8 Billion Genies is I want to, I want to wish things into differentness. So, uh, yours is about number one new things. Sure. Mine is wishes of <clears throat> stuff. So and Mine's the return of an old school super team. Th- th- there, we all we have our own things. We have our week. themes. Uh, so yeah, but this is specs number one. I'm glad it's a four issue mini. I based off of this, cool. Let, let's keep it as mini. I hope they don't do mm-hmm. like specs chapter two. They could maybe. I don't know. It, it's it weird, depends really, on what the other three issues do. It's really early to tell. Mm-hmm. But I mean, for issue one of a four issue, it's it's not a thin book. I mean, it's slightly. No, I, I felt it was kind of. So I'm glad. I feel like they paced that on purpose too. Like okay, because. Mm-hmm. My initial thought is a four issue series. Well, that trade's going to be super thin for like how much you can charge for a trade for only four issues. At least this one, it's a slightly thicker book. Sure. So, so yeah, that is specs number one. Those are our picks of the week. Uh, mm-hmm. Wednesday, November 9th. You skipped me. Did I? Yeah. I Did you, you only do one? Yeah. Oh, he did only do one. Can you believe one. that guy just skips me? <laughs> uh, you talk all the time. I do. Dark Crisis Infinite. Uh, Dark Crisis on anyway. Earth, six of seven. It was good. Uh, I don't want to give spoilers. How far should I go with that? <laughs> it was good. <laughs> yeah, it was good. Done. I, see, I thought about you this weekend, and that's we why I skipped you. <laughs> we going, we your review, your... like your height, is a little short. Oh. <laughs> wow! Wow! wow. All right, that was a pretty good one. I just said a little. That was a good little short. I thought about you this weekend. We were going through some old comics, and uh, I found the original Final Crisis stuff. Oh, did you really? In the in the pile, and and I started looking at him like, oh yeah, he did say it kind of started out. DC started out the, or it went the way. Yeah, Final, Final Crisis, Crisis kind of did. And with I the... tried to look for that, and I, I saw a little bit of that. And I'm yeah, like, a little okay, bit. Cool. It, the overall concept, the <clears throat> yeah. dark side finds the anti-life equation. Yeah, yeah. we realized there were how many Final Crisis. Oh Lord, tired. there was like, like Revelation, five different books that went. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yep. All by a different creative team too, which makes me a little sketchy. Like, oh, it's not the same sure. writer, not right. the same writer. Yep. Uh, Dark Crisis on Infinite Earths number six. Um, it is. 
the second to last issue in this series. Penultimate. The penultimate one. But uh, we are pretty much at all out war with these um, pariahs. Darkness, Darkness Army. Darkness Army. Yeah, it's hard to say, but it's got, uh, you know, the Justice League's not here yet. They are coming back. Um, maybe. Maybe. And they totally are. They totally do in this. It was it was a good comeback, though. The timing was spectacular. Yeah, they they had me. This one issue did take a, take us for a ride, though. It was, you know, there was so much going on. And towards the end of it, we really thought bad things were going to happen to some characters. And I'm going to stop there. For, and not give any spoilers. Was that Captain America that I saw that? Yes. Okay. For me, yep. it kind of is similar to what you talked about, Adrian, about the nice house on the lake. Like, oh, it starts out really strong. There's a lot of filler in between. Oh, sure. Then all of a sudden, stuff's finally happening. I yeah. got issue 11 this week, and I purposely didn't read it. Uh, but with uh, Dark Crisis, right. issue one was great. Two, Two through, through five, five were there. And they weren't horrible. No, they weren't, but it was very... They were good. They were stretching it yeah. out. Yeah, they were some of my picks of the week, but... Then here we are, number six. Okay, here we go. Yeah, this but issue was fantastic. So realistically, it could have been only like four issues or three issues. It have been fine. Yeah, Jonathan Kent in this in this book made... He steps up to play. Yeah, he really does, and... He's great. Yeah. Yeah, I don't <laughs> want to go any further yeah. because there's some really good stuff. I don't want to spoil it for he anyone takes, who hasn't read just it. Just tell everybody he takes Dr. Erksting's formula becomes Captain America. Super Captain America. Super Captain America. Oh, not that one. The other one. I was thinking the wrong John. No, or, you, you or were. Oh, okay. Super Captain Man. There you go. <laughs> Super Captain Man. <laughs> <laughs> anyway... Copyright so that, that bad boy right now. Amalgam 2.0 <laughs> right there. Uh, so on that, we'll say that is the picks for Wednesday, November 9th. Because Adrian, you're not getting a third. Jared, you're not getting a third. I barely got a second. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> Dark Knights of Steel. Uh, so uh, let's talk about Flashpoint. This was my first time reading the trade. So uh, this is my first time reading this. Really? Yeah. Uh, How long has this been out? Well, let's see. Rebirth started 2012. Something like that. It's been so a decade. 2011-ish is when this came out. Because keep in mind, when this was out in singles, I was not reading DC at all because they've gone a million deep. And I was only reading Marvel and just giving my tone to independent stuff. Copyright 2011. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, I was right. Uh, so, yeah, I, I didn't read it. I watched the animated movie. That so. was, you know... That was good. I did that was like good. The, yeah. However, having read this, that was still different than this. Yep. They definitely changed some things. Yep. Because uh, I remember specifically in the animated movie, they had the Atlantis, like the submarine. They're like standing on the water and versus oh, yeah. everybody. Yeah. Some of that stuff. No um, one died in the animated movie, really, versus this one. You see death. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and I do think the tie-ins, uh, this, we're not going to be talking about the tie-ins, but the tie-ins to me was a lot of world building. And a lot of side characters that were had interactions in the main story, but not focused in the main story. But Do we get like the Tom the Batman origin story in that in those sides? There is one, yes, yes because it has explains who actually Joker is. Because you don't see Joker in this, no, no. But in because I remember seeing that we have it on the shelf. Actually, they did a reprint of it recently too, as a oversized single issue. Whereas, okay, him and Joker, where it's Martha and their whole okay. shtick. Uh, I will say, comparing this, we always compare this to House of M. 
I think this works really well where you don't need the tie-ins. It's very yeah, linear it's story. Very and you don't need anything else to House for of M. compared to House of M. Oh, I with I don't think we ever established that we needed the tie-ins for House of M. Or I think you're thinking Civil War. Yes, Civil because War. the whole Spider-Man thing. Yes, yes. Sorry that Jared always talks yes. about. <laughs> so compared to like how big event books like Civil War, where Jared feels like you need the tie-in, this one it is very self-contained. You don't oh, need. Sure. You don't need to go this, that, and the other. Right. You just have to accept. Right. Right. And that that's why I say a lot of the tie-ins were world building sure. around this. Right. I would have liked to have seen uh, Wonder Woman kill Mera. Well, just a whole yes. battle with I think that, that would have been happened cool to see. in the past in this right. timeline. Whatever. Well, I still would have liked and to have seen And that's why it. Atlantis and uh, Themyscira. Themyscira was at war with well, each other pretty much. Just to see Themyscira take over England. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. Like this, they said, oh, they just did. Well, but why? What right. happened to Themyscira that they sure. need and, to take over a new area? And they do tell some of that story. They don't show that story in uh-huh. the Wonder Woman series, but they do kind of tell that uh-huh. that story or in the Aquaman series. See, sometimes I, I, I wish, like when they when they write these books where we just accept their certain things. Oh, yeah, well, you killed. Okay, well, all right, fine. I'm going to keep reading. Have, but I want to find the issue have, where that happened. Have the editorial note as seen in. Sure. Blah, right. blah, 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 blah. Right. That would be nice for this. Sure. Because, yep. um, I mean, going with other DC, Dark Crisis, they had all, as seen in, Dark Crisis, the green, Dark Crisis, whatever. Like, it has the, this is where that's happening if you want to see what's going on with that. Uh, with that being said, though, it's not really critical. The main thing you need to know is Barry and the new Batman. I mean, that's it. Right. Pretty that, much. That's the driving force. Yep. Um, having read this, I, having read this and knowing how they've changed Thomas Wayne since then, like, oh, he's dark, he's darker than Bruce, like, in, like, grittier than that. And this, we don't really see that a whole lot yet. Like, yes, we see him willing to kill that one person, but he's like, oh, I knew you were there. I knew Cyborg was there. You are going to catch him. Yeah. He didn't. Eh, but he played it off like he did. Sure. Uh, so like that versus how quickly he was willing to accept and follow Barry. Like, oh well, well if you can do this to undo all that, then yeah, let's let's go. Like you're crazy, but so am I. Let's roll with it. It felt like he's very too. He was too willingly to go along with this. I mean, yeah, he saw the dude get struck by lightning twice. So that like that's a good testimony. Like, hey, trust me, I'm willing to get struck by lightning. And the second time, it actually worked. Well, think right, of it. the first time it worked when they did it the first time, and that was the cliffhanger to that issue. That was a great. That is a great. That is a great. Sure, you know, it's like just, just his it, face. Well, he just burnt. He's burnt he's all over burned. his body and falling. Oh, that, that was one. that was the cliffhanger on that issue. Was the lightning struck him and didn't work, and he's basically a charred husk right there. You know, still alive but barely. <laughs> and then he's like, "Put me back in the chair." In the next issue. <laughs> yeah, but I, uh, but that's just the only thing. Like, he seemed very. Not Batman, like, yeah, let's go with it. Yeah, yeah, you're crazy, but it's kind of crazy. I like, like, it worked, but it was like, eh, I would have liked a little more hesitation to that. Yeah, that's the whole, that's the whole thing about him is I will do anything to trade places. So if this guy's as crazy as I am, and I know I'm crazy, then I'm willing to do it. Guys, I'm willing to do anything to. Get revenge yeah. on it because he isn't about justice. He's about revenge. He's vengeance. That he and is. If you look at it, he's also going to let Barry die for the chance that his right but, places. I guess my thing he's is he's willing to sacrifice Barry through that whole thing. Sure, it, on it, the off chance that 
He might be right. Because he does see the world ending. Yeah. He does know that Cyborg is right. If we don't get involved, all that's that's happening in Europe is coming here. But my thing is how much he resisted that. He resisted to join Cyborg in former Justice League. He's like, no, 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 no. Okay, well, I'll go with Barry instead and follow his plan. Like, okay, fine. Now I'll lead you, blah, blah, blah. Like, he was so resistant to that, but he was so quickly accepting of the Flash. Oh, sure. But but because the the Flash... the Flash had called him Bruce. There well, he, gave him, the he gave him hope. So of, it's like, he, how how do you know that name? Type of type of thing. Because Cyborg isn't trying to save the world; he's just trying to make sure it doesn't get worse. Oh, Barry no. gives him hope that all of this can be undone. No, he's still. I would I would say he's still trying to save the world. The only yeah. way he knows how, right, is to stop the war. He's still trying to save the world, but not to undo the bad of the world. Right, it's a different kind of save. Yeah. So yeah. The fact that they're still, hey, you can still save the world. No, I'll only reset the world. I'm not. It's not worth saving. I just want to reset it. Yeah. Like for me, that felt off. I was like, I would like to a little bit one way or the other. Like, oh, if it were played with Cyber, like, well, maybe call me later. Versus he just outright said no. Sure. Okay, Because now. there's no going back. Barry gives him the op- opportunity to go back, even though it may not be him, to trade places with Bruce. I think we just disagree on where his motivation is on that one. Yeah, I, just, I don't. I think he's trying to save the world. Yeah, and who he, Barry or Cyborg? Cyborg. Cyborg is. Yeah. Oh yeah, and the fact I, my guess what I'm saying is the way that Bruce says you're seeing the world wrong. No, you're seeing the world right. Yes, well, first why not try well, no, both? No, no. no uh, Tom, Batman Thomas Wayne says um, if we if you if you don't basically change things and undo everything let the world burn right that's what, you know? like that i don't like, like that. that that motivation is either you 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 basically save my son or let it all burn mm-hmm. you know that's i think his motivation and that's that. kind of what i'm getting at and flash he's still trying to figure out what the heck went wrong sure and know? he and flash is even saying well we'll try that but if we don't right. we still got to save the world we have and no matter th- what right and he's thinking that thrawn did this somehow and it turns out the big cl- the big uh, the big reveal in this book is Barry's the one who caused Flashpoint, which I thought was pretty cool. I the loved way they it. Just kind of was like, and and what does that say about the reader? Like, oh, it's always some bad guy. It's you always know, some bad guy. It's Barry going back in time to save his mom. Exactly. And how and many you times- can empathize with that too? It's sure. like you know, if your parents are murdered like that, well, wouldn't you try to save them? Parent was murdered. Parents, yes. Because his mom yes. was murdered. His dad was his still dad alive. was still in prison from a certain point like of that. view. No, he wasn't dead. <laughs> no, I mean his dad died because of all this, though. In prison, remember he he died in prison, but he wasn't. But he wouldn't have gone to prison, right? In right? that so, instance, yeah. Know, so so Barry has to the the only way Barry can win is to go back and let his mom die. Which is interesting because we've talked about this before with like the Killing Joke. Uh, we've talked about it with with different heroes on uh, with Superman and and the choice that he makes. Um, it all boils down to choice. Where some people are like, "Oh, but oh, we talked about that with with the with the origin story of, of of the Joker. Why can't we just have a bad guy? You know, Barry made a choice. He didn't even realize he made the choice after everything was done at the beginning of the book. Then he goes back in time during time into time." And realizes that he was actually making a ton of choices. The English is so weird on that right. one. <laughs> <laughs> he will have gone it. to the past into the maybe. He had. Him. He went back to the past again to undo the going to the past. 
in the future. But that, yeah. Uh, for me, though, the reveal of the, he was the one, like, oh, this is straight out of House of M. House of M was like, oh, it's Magneto, it's Magneto, Magneto, Magneto. No, no, it was Wanda. She did it her own. Like, she got nudged a little bit, but this, oh, it's it's Reverse Flash that did all this. What did he do? What did he do? No, no, it was the hero that messed up. And House of M is the hero, Wanda, that messed up. So it's like, oh, this is very similar to that. Like, oh, it's the villain. Oh, I'm the villain on accident. Now, Wanda had the mental, had the psychic break and created that world because of that. But she was still the hero. They were going after Magneto. They thought he was the one manipulating everything. Hence House of M. Like, oh, House of M, Magneto. He's sure. the one that did it all. Well, well, Reverse Flash, he did all this. He went, He's the one that go back in time and ruin mm-hmm. everything. Oh, crap, it was me. Oh, crap, it was Wanda. Like, it was not the villain. And Quicksilver. Right, but the villain was not the sure. villain. It was the heroes that were the villain. Mm-hmm. And same with this one. Like, it was the Flash that did all this. Right, right. Yeah, but this uh, this led into the new 52. They all got some new costumes upgraded, made the Justice League younger again, because in the old DC universe, they were, they were probably pushing their 40s, 50s, you know, because... Bruce had trained Dick Grayson for how many years? Then Jason Todd, then Tim Drake. But look at Magneto. By all accounts, no, I mean, he should be just dead. Like, and they, I mean, I, same mutation. Yeah. It, it, sure. Yes, I know. But he's like a pickled egg. Right. He'll, he'll be fine. Yeah. I mean, by all, but, I mean, he, he you survived know, the Holocaust. They kind of made which didn't really work in the New Fifty Two because it, it just seemed like oh he's like twenty four or twenty five years old, but he's trained eighteen Robins. Sure, you know, right. so they had some. Uh, you know, time frame type things. So, but uh, I loved the ending of this where the Flash brings Bruce a letter from his oh, father. Yeah. I thought that was really good. So before we get to that part, though, when he's when he has stopped himself from changing the past, he says, I see three timelines. Why? What are those three timelines? Just for the reader would know. Um, I would say the Flashpoint oh, one where Thomas um, is alive. The one pre fifty two and the one with new fifty two. Oh. Three as reading this, those are the only three timelines I see. It's um because he talks to what is that? No, um, I think it was um, Vertigo, Wildstorm, and DC going into the same universe at that point. Is that what they're? I there's, think is that what so. they're saying? Because the way I take it as yeah. okay, there is pre fifty two. Right. There's um, this rebirth timeline. No, and now I, there's the I new 52. didn't take it as that. I think it was all three of them coming together in one. Uh, because if you look on the left side, uh, that's Animal Man. Um, I didn't read a whole lot of those Vertigo books with that aspect, uh, but those characters are from Vertigo. The top portion is um, uh, Wildstorm co- uh, characters and then DC on the right. Well, DC's on the bottom, the entire bottom. There's two different DCs on the bottom. Is why I say there's the three, because we have new or pre fifty two Batman with the bat signal on his chest. Then on the bottom right, we have new fifty two where Superman without his underwear and uh, Wonder Woman without the dress, where it's just the tights. I that's why I say like, okay, there's that's new fifty two. That is definitely new fifty two at the bottom right. Oh, definitely. I'd have then to I'd agree say with that. The left is the pre fifty two. Is that so? That's two universes right there. Could be. Maybe I'm dead wrong on that, but that's kind of the way I took it with the top merging into the... You could be right. Well, and but that's the way he sees three, because he, he now has three memories. He has the pre, the Flashpoint, because even at the end, like, well, why do I remember all the Flashpoint stuff, and I remember all my past? 
And I mean, yes, there are different. There are definitely different universes, and that is what well, they establish her as Pandora, right? Yeah, because the hit because the history of heroes was shattered into three long ago, splintered to weaken your world for for their impending arrival. So, but that's on the page, and that's five Boy, universes that I've seen. I, then. I don't remember how that all panned out either. Poorly, uh, I remember. People like, oh, we'll see what's in. She had, yeah. she was in this like they were, background, they had like this big setup. She had this box. 52. She had Pandora's box. Yeah, that, and like, oh yeah, I remember it fizzled out poorly. I didn't read it, but I, I don't. Like, oh, I yeah. don't remember what all happened, and I know I read it. It crapped the bed worse than the who were there are three jokers, and then find out it was just its yeah. own. it was worse than that. Right. I remember they'll be like, oh, and then they had this awesome setup, but no, no payoff. payoff. But yeah, that's what I was just making sure if I was missing anything on the. The three universes, like that's just what my instinct, based off of what I read here, because they've not given any context clues for anything else, would be pre fifty two Flashpoint universe and new fifty two. But I could be off base, or who knows. Uh, but yeah, this is when we get the brand new fifty two costumes where all the superheroes are wearing armor now. <laughs> yeah, um, fan favorite characters from Wildstorm universe migrated to DC in two uh, two thousand eleven. So, so I'm pretty sure it right was with this, this book, yeah. with the new 52, they launched all three brands together. Yeah. But they didn't re- release like why The Last Man was a Vertigo book. Right. It's it's a DC book now, but it's... It's, it's like a black... It's yeah, black it's like a black label, it's, it's okay. pretty much. But yeah, that, that's just my only concern with this is like, well, what, what it three? Is, right, and that is a teaser for you to keep reading the DC stuff. Uh, so, I don't know. It wasn't a great teaser. <laughs> I, 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 because they show five there is why I have complaints right. about like, well, I see three. Well, you didn't get your... And it could be interpretation, too. I see five. Because the top three, is what I was saying, are the three that are merged. Right. The bottom right was the new DC is where we're at now. So we have the The bottom pre- left, I don't know what it was so, for. Like, the bottom left is like the base. The top is the ingredient added. And then the third is the Is the final result. product, maybe. Maybe yeah. that's the that three, could then. be, uh, yeah. Either way, here's I, where I, DC was. Here's what we're merging. Here's what we've got. Either way, I feel like they could have left that part out of the I see three universe. Like that's just confusing. Just agreed. Like, like, wait, what? Yep, agreed. So, because yeah, we took it two different ways. Completely. Yeah. So. Yep. Uh, and I don't think either of us are wrong. <laughs> I, I, I. Well, from the arguments, I who I don't remember exactly how it all panned out. But. Sometimes I question Jeff Johns doesn't even know what he's writing. Hey, so, don't don't mess with Jeff Johns. I, hey, I'm just saying sometimes. No, I agree. <laughs> just I like he, Jeff Johns. I love his writing. I love his dialogue between characters. Sometimes it's like, what the heck are <laughs> I don't know where you're going with this. Yeah. Uh, so, so uh, one to five, one being off of five being great. Adrian. Four. Why? Four, because it was, uh, in of itself, it's a really good story. It's a fun story. It's point A, point B. Um, <clears throat> I, it's not trying to be anything other than what it is. There's nothing. Um, it's what comics, I think, used to be. Uh, no hidden message. No, you know. Fun storytelling. It's just much. a fun story. So what was the theme of this book? Heck, if I know. Give me a second. I have a theory of what the theme would be like. Uh, you can't go back, change the past. You have to live with live with your consequences and move forward. Yeah, because that's what I took it as. Like, because if you go, if you could try to change the past, you'll make it worse. Just it, it is what it is. 
move forward, make the best of what you can is the way I'm taking it. Cause that's the, for I me, that's the ultimate Barry agree. theme. Yeah. Like, oh, I'll do this. Oh no, I made it horrible. So you may not like your past, but you could make it a lot worse. Yeah. I'm going to go with Socrates on this one and uh, know yourself. He was so hell bent and it had to be Eobard. He couldn't fathom the possibility and he knows he has these powers. He knows he could do this. Yes and no, because he even established at one point that he's like, he can go back and change time. I can't. No, he, he said he, he needs the machine to do it. The 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 cosmic the, treadmill. Thank you. Well, but before that, I thought he said like that, that's his whole thing. That's Reverse Flash's whole shtick is he can go back and change time. Sure, I can't. Apparently, I can, and it goes poorly. Well, he no he, well, he I don't talks know if, to his mom. Yeah, but I don't. Her. I don't know if it's. I physically can't or I morally can't. And, and that's my question because they don't really say. They don't really say. And I take it as I morally can't. Well, he clearly physically can. So Well, eventually, right. with help, yes. Right. With the cosmic treadmill. Sure, sure, sure. And that's just as a non-DC heavy person. I read as like, oh, he says I can't do it. Okay, I can't do it. I can't. Done. Sure. Oh, well, maybe I can. So then backpedaling, okay, is it a moral thing? Yeah. So, yeah. Okay, uh, Jared, you're. I'd give it a five. I I loved this series when it came out. Didn't like the new Fifty Two after it came out. New Fifty Two had some great things, but overall, I didn't care for the new Fifty Two for what what stemmed from this. But this book standalone, I thought it was great. The art was fantastic. The story mm-hmm. was good. The tie-ins, like I said earlier, it was a world-building tie-in. It wasn't. You have to read this to know what's going on in the, in issue three of the main series. If I take your recommendation, your non-recommendation recommendation to read the tie-ins, am I going to hate you? No. I think if you read the tie-ins, I think you'll appreciate the series more and you'll get some good stories. All the tie-ins or certain tie-ins? Because every, every tie-in has... I'm willing to take the good with the bad. Okay. Because... In okay, the in that aspect, yes. Not all the tie-ins were great, right? But but they had good elements to them. Because reading this, the only tie-in I'd want to read would be Batman. A, because that's a character I know, mm-hmm. and B, because that's a character. Okay, who's Joker? Like, sure. if well, this is a different Batman, now part of it is because I know Joker is Martha. Like, oh well, I would, I definitely want to see how that plays out. Right. Um, Lois Lane's part of the Resistance. Right. Uh, Deathstroke and the pirates. Right. You know, he they're on a pirate ship. You know what I mean? There's, there is some really good stuff out there. The Deathstroke and the Pirates one was, in my opinion, one of the weaker ones, but it was a still, it was still a fun one. But at that point, would you so. say read all the times or just read the times of the characters you care about? Is it one that you should, you have to read all of them because no matter what? Or hey, if you love Batman, read the Batman one. Alex, if I was giving this to you, I probably would say don't worry about the tie-ins because you don't know the characters before they were these versions. As much, I mean, you know, right, Deathstroke, yeah, yeah. you know, you know, but some right. of the characters that are I don't in there, attachment to right? Them. So you're like, I don't care. You're not going to care about hardly any of it if you had a but background if, if with them. As we established, though, if the story is good enough, you can though. Right. So that's what I'm saying. Like for this, if <clears throat> and I would say the stories are good enough. And since this is like an alternate reality, you don't have to be attached attached to these characters. Right. So if they die, it's like, oh, that's whatever. They're alive know. somewhere. Right. So is it so, worth Adrian reading all of them, or should he just read? If you the ones want he cares to read about? them, I I would recommend it from my point of view. I can only find them in one book anymore, right? I can't go looking for these 
single issues with a Probably lot of success. Not. So the I would last I seen there were trades of the different characters that you would care about. Yeah. Like, oh, okay, here's okay. the Batman one. Here's it's not the, just all right. of them it's in one. It's not trade. all in right. one. Oh, okay, okay. Each so one had like might three be... issues or yeah. four issues. Yeah, you might be able lot. to find. You might be able to find like yeah, um, a two pack of them. A two, yeah, but maybe not all of them individually. Like a Lois Lane and Deathstroke in a combined volume, right? That sort. Yeah. Not exactly. That's the exact right. one, but something like right. that. But uh, yes, I would recommend because they're fun. Okay, uh, for me. I don't give it a four out of five, uh, mostly because I don't have the huge attachment to everything before or after it. Really, mm-hmm. I, I would I care more about afterwards because that's when I started reading DC was yeah. after this. Um, but if you want to start reading the New Fifty Two, it's not critical to read this. No, not at all. Um, if you end with this previous series before this, you don't have to read this. Like I right. imagine, everything else was very self contained. All everything wrapped up before this and yep. after this. So, and with the New Fifty Two, the Batman stuff was phenomenal. Justice League stuff started out really great, you know. Had this, some good stuff. This is New 52 Alpha. Yeah. Do you need to read it? No. Not at all. Will it help? Maybe. I mean, it just explains how we got from that to this. Yeah. But it's not critical. Right. Um, because there's nothing in here that actively changes anything else. No. What's his face? Does it appear anymore? Uh, Wally. But he's Wally's never been in this. But he was there before. Well, I was saying, but in this and in New 52. Right, because everybody forgot him. But I'm saying, though, as if you're trying to jump in. Oh, I see what you're saying. It's it's like, oh, I want to read Batman. Okay, I want to start New 52. Let's read Batman. Let's read Core of the Owls. Cool. Do I need to read Flashpoint because that's set this up? Nah. Not at all. Do I need to read the action comics that, you know, Superman has year zero where he's in his work boots and jeans? No. You don't even need to read this to read The Flash. Right, it's it was standalone. It is so disconnected, yeah, but in a good way, right? But it's not like that's why for me it's a four. Not it's not a must read. It's a good read, but it's not a must read. Mm-hmm. That's why I give it a four out of five. Like, oh, it was really good, and I liked that it's self contained. You you don't need anything before or after it, and you don't need to have the tie ins. You can if you love that world right. and you want to see that, right? And like I said, Alex, I don't think yeah. you would care for them. But is it good? Yeah, it's good. It's totally worth reading. Yeah. But if someone says, hey, I want a Flash story. Okay, I read this. Where do I go from here? Anywhere. Uh, there's no direct correlation mm-hmm. to this. The closest thing we can get was when they brought back this uh, Thomas Wayne in one of the Batman stories. I think that was uh, Rebirth era. And they brought him back. I think they skipped all I of think New so. so yeah. it's not critical, but it's there. So, uh, so yeah, that's Flashpoint. Moving on to Heroes of the Week, uh, comic book or otherwise, which Jared always forgets about. I'm ready today, but uh, you reminded us earlier. Yeah, I, I did forget. You so, Jared, why don't you kick it off? Who's your Hero of the Week, comic right. book or otherwise? I'm going to go with a couple of my coworkers. Um, there's too many to name individually right now because yesterday we moved uh, all of our storage stuff from one area, or from one building to another. And I got to tell you, they made me feel old. They were working circles around me yesterday. So, Adrian, when are we going to tell him that he is old? Hmm. I'm not old. Don't let the gray hair fool you. I mean, you have a better head of hair than I do. So, so, <laughs> so yeah, I'm going to go with uh, my coworkers. Your moving buddies. Yes. Uh, I'll go next. I want to say uh, Will Ferrell because of the spirited movie. Because he <clears throat> not only did he do a good job acting and singing in it and dancing as well, 
Uh, he's also is, was an executive producer, so I have to feel like he had a driving force to make that happen to begin with. Because uh, usually you're not just an ex- executive producer just because. Like, there's usually extra reasons behind that, especially when he when it's him and Ryan Reynolds. Those are some pretty big actors, the mm-hmm. pretty good paychecks. They didn't do it because they needed a paycheck. They did it because they wanted to. Yeah, it looked like they were having fun doing yeah. it. Yeah, so... Uh, Will Ferrell. I mean, also, I enjoy his, a lot of his other movies. Not all of them, but a lot of them. Mm-hmm. Adrian? I'm going to go with uh, Netmarble. Uh, they were the ones uh, that created uh, the Marvel game uh, Future Fight, which is where oh, that's the one. Luna Snow comes from. Um, that was a mobile <coughs> game. Correct? It was a mobile so, game, yeah. It, but again, it's, it's, it's how do we get these new characters... And I think they, I think they have established at least one solid good character, you know. Um, and if my daughter, if it gets my daughter to read comics, cool, great. And if this team picks up and she cares about all sure. them too, then even better, right? All right. Uh, so that will be back next week. Um, next week, Jared, do you remember what book we're reading? No. Oh wait, wait, wait. Hold on, hold on. I've got it here. Uh... Uh, Spider-Man Life Story. Spider-Man Life Story. Uh, this weekend is Laura's birthday, so for her birthday, one of the gifts she wanted was to be able to pick a book to read for the podcast, it being Spider-Man, so we're what? reading Spider-Man Life really? Story. She picked the Spider-Man I book. I know, it's amazing. That's right? so surprising. It's spectacular. It's amazing. It's a friendly neighborhood book. Uh, and, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, that's what we'll be reading next week. Uh, I think she says she actually hasn't ever finished it because we were reading singles and she got distracted with work or whatever. She's she never finished the series. I have. I'm looking forward to rereading it. Have you ever read it? Jared? Is it the one where they kind of go like he ages in normal yes. time? Each issue is a different decade. Okay, I don't. I think I've read it, but I'm not sure. Or if it's just one of those you guys told me about. Yeah. Uh, so yeah. that's what we'll be talking about next week. Is Spider-Man Life Story and sounds we'll, good. We'll see everyone's take on it. But until then, we'll be back uh, roughly next week and see you all next time. If I don't see you, happy Thanksgiving.